Good morning, afternoon or evening, wherever you are in the world, and welcome to Death by Pod. It's our little horror show where, well, what we do is talk about horror films. My name is Matt Hudson, and joining me once again is the greatest co-host a man or woman could ever ask for. It's the Dame of Pain herself, Bloggy Balboa, a.k.a. Elizabeth. How you doing, mate? I'm doing very well, thank you. And how are you? I am doing well. I've missed you an awful lot since our last episode. But um, it's funny, I was, <laughs> I was putting the bags out last night, uh, the bin bags, or the trash for our international viewers, and I saw a cat across the road, and I was like, oh, what a nice cat. I, I, I hope I never hear a story about anything happening to cats anytime soon. <laughs> I mean, you haven't heard any, have you? It's funny you should say that, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I feel like I need to put a trigger warning before I tell this story. There's a... So me and Matt... Death by Fox. Death by... Yeah. If you uh, if you listen to the show, we often uh, talk about dead pets in horror films. Uh, <laughs> but I, <laughs> I have to... Not, yeah, not, not enjoyably, but it's a, it's a theme. And this week I had my own uh, dead pet horror story in real life and it's made me reconsider laughing about these little these little incidences um can i just caveat by saying any any laugh you hear from me is simply because of the way bloggy says the story not because i find it funny (laughs) yeah sure you sick fuck (laughs) (laughs) so i was waking up at six o'clock in the morning (gasps) by the yeah that's scary enough by the beard in tears beard tears were happening uh saying so i uh, no, that's, that's the wrong place to start the oh, first Christ, place, yeah. I've people don't see our... yeah. people don't know my life so we've um there's a cat that's been coming in to our house that's uh we've kind of took in as our own it's a sort of like a stray that is known to the area and we've lovingly called her simon um, and she's kind of become a nice little addition to our family over the months now. The beard woke me up at six o'clock in the morning, crying, saying the so- the foxes are eating Simon. <laughs> the foxes are eating Simon. So I'm like, what? And I'm trying to, I'm just trying to, all the words made sense in that sentence, but they just weren't going together. So kind of compose ourselves and we go down and I've never seen anything like it before it was uh yeah it was it was true horror style this cat was just being ravaged by foxes uh and long story short it wasn't Simon Simon rocked up like Baloo the Bear in Jungle Book while we were all mourning this this poor death cat (laughs) like hey I'm alive uh, we did. We did manage to find its poor, unfortunate owners, um, and yeah, it's safe to say the cat did not survive through this ordeal. But it severely fucked me up, and uh, and then I watched the host the the next day. So yeah, wicked. Well, obviously the cat <laughs> suffered a bishop moment, didn't it? Am I just falling in half? Uh, yeah, falling in yeah. half. Falling apart in half. Falling apart. Yeah, so the owner uh, kind of, oh. we, put, we put a bin bag over it to kind of maintain some of its dignity because the bottom half of this cat was just gone, really. Um, and I had to do like a CSI, like a body reveal, like, is this your daughter? Like, is this your cat? Just pulling the top half away. And uh, as he picked it up, it all kind of just fell out the bottom. Oh. I, was, I was like, no, 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 let me get you another bag. And he was like, it's okay, we're going to pick our beloved cat up and... Yeah, his wife like fell to the floor. It was just oh, 
Yeah, uh, it's just the worst. It was the worst time of my life. So I'd like lived about five years at this point by about half seven in the morning, and then I had you've, to, you've got to go work. And then I had to do a full day of work. CSI Greater London had to finish. <laughs> and I just wanted to let everyone out there know that we don't think the fox foxes don't kill cats. So I don't want to perpetuate that rumor. We think the cat was already dead or mm-hmm. injured, and the foxes just did what foxes do, and um. So please don't be worried, residents of the UK or any other part of the world, that a fox is going to eat your cat. Uh, rest assured, it will only eat it after it's died. Yeah, and we don't <laughs> condone like animal on animal like, feasting. <laughs> Bucky told me that story the other day when I was on the dunny. Um, she didn't know I was on the dunny, but I was. And I just got this message like ping, 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 and I, it was it was like it was almost like a live tweeting of the event and. I even, I think, I even quite verbatim. So I'm not sure I should be laughing at this for because I wasn't laughing at the story. It was more just a frantic delivery, and I could, and I was reading it in Bloggy's voice, and it <laughs> sounded a lot like you've just heard. So yeah, Matt handled it with his usual sensitivity and you know <laughs> support during this difficult time. I did say I, I didn't find it that funny. <laughs> I did ask if he was okay and if B was alright. Yeah, you did ask if I if I was okay. I'll give you that, but you were obviously pissing yourself. <laughs> that was just you know, being on the toilet just helped, but no, it was it was more just a fact that, like most of the things Bloggy says, just comes out of nowhere. You know I mean? My phone, <laughs> phone like, lights up, Bloggy Balboa, it's like what? And it is literally a case of what the fuck is this going to say now? It's never just hello, mate. You all right? How's your day been? It's some wild like through the looking glass type story. It's great. And I wouldn't have it any other way. What did you have for dinner? <laughs> yeah, on that note, what did you have for dinner? I, I had a cat for dinner. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's a cat lasagna. We ha- we haven't had dinner yet. Uh, we've got uh, the beard's dad is coming down to see us, so we're 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 waiting for him. I've cooked a nice vegetable pasta. I it I, the cat did put me off. Like I had a ham sandwich for lunch, and I was a bit like, oh, after what I've you seen. had to push your Felix away. Oh God, yeah. Was, other cat foods are available i ain't ever gonna have ribs again or just that way. <laughs> oh no <laughs> my steak is gonna be well done from here on in yeah there was a place back home in woking that got shut down for serving cat meat in a chinese restaurant and that made me think of that it's called Pete, it was called pete's palace and it was quite nice we could have made a quick buck <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why didn't you think about scooping up this cat's remains and like barbecuing it and selling it to its owners? I, d- I, you know, I, I should have thought of that and I didn't. So, oh. for risk of losing listeners and coming across as insensitive, let's change the subject. Let's then change the subject. What did you eat for dinner? That's a really good point. I only had it about a couple of hours ago, and I gen- genuinely can't remember. I had a lamb rogan Josh. Okay. I had a lamb rogan Josh, so that was very nice. A bit of kick to it. I really fancied a curry tonight, so. I went and got one, and that's kind of the origin and execution of that story. Fancy the curry. Got, <laughs> well, one. got one. Yeah. Um, we mentioned host. There's, there, we're not going to have any suspense. We're talking about host tonight. And if you're new to the <laughs> show, <laughs> yeah, host, the 2020 host. If you're new to the show, firstly, well, welcome after hearing all that. And thank you for staying on. And secondly, what we do on F Death by Pod is we take one horror film per episode. And we dive into it, basically. What did we like about it? What didn't we like about it? And that's where our conversation stems from. So, Bloggy, uh, before we get into that, do divulge a little bit more about this film. Well, can I just ask, are you drinking a beer this time? Because I've got a wine, especially 
Um, well, I have got... Uh... Oh, oh. That was meant to be me flicking a can lid. Yes, I have. I've got a blue moon in a can. Blue moon. That's no blue moon. <laughs> so I have, I have, I'm halfway through it, but I have one. Okay, good. We we're, were on par then. That's fine. So, host. Um, it's, so, <laughs> it's directed by Rob Savage, who's a bit of a Twitter legend, actually. Like, he seems to be, you know, get, getting in with the fans and stuff, which I enjoy. It was released on July the 30th, 2020 on Shudder. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, yeah, that was a seven-day free trial for me. Yeah, it's the same here, which I forgot to cancel. <laughs> um, so who does it star? That's the main question. Uh, it's not, actually. It's just a side question, but I'll tell you. <laughs> Hayley Bishop was Hayley. Gemma Moore was, guess it. Gemma? No. Yes, it was. <laughs> yeah. Emma Louise Webb was Emma. Redina drabbed over as Redina. Caroline Ward as Caroline. Teddy Lennard as Teddy. And Salem Baxter as... Salem. Woohoo! Yay! We got, or we didn't get it. Uh, the film got it. Rotten Tomatoes scored it 100%. And Metacritic scored it 72. Indicating, oh, this is the first time we've got this, indicating mixed, generally favourable reviews. That would actually, that was actually meant to say generally favourable, but some knobhead forgot to take out the word mixed. It, it indicated genuinely favourable reviews. Well oh, done. Well, no, yeah. I can't speak. No, we've done it. We managed it. We aced that one completely. Um, <laughs> well, well, we know what the film's about because we've seen it. But for those who haven't seen it, welcome. What's this film about, Bloggy? What's this film about? I should warn you, if you haven't seen it, there is going to be major spoils. So um, please do go away, get your seven-day free trial on Shudder. Remember to cancel it, unless you like it, and then keep it. But they've not sponsored us, so do whatever the fuck you like. Sod off, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then come back and listen to the pod. <laughs> so Host is about a group of friends in lockdown during the COVIDs. Uh, they stupidly decide to have a seance over Zoom. Um and it all just hits the fan, basically, and there's a lot of a lot of things happen, and also nothing happens at all, and that's heist. That is pretty spot on, actually, isn't it? The, 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 <laughs> yeah. Actually, I'll, I'll save that part for a second, but yeah, that's it. A couple of girls have a seance with someone called Ceylan, which is an incredible name, Scottish Ceylan, and then stuff happens, basically. So um, we don't keep you guys in suspense. We tell you up front what we thought about the film. Did we like it or did we not to save us? telling you afterwards so bloggy host did you like it and have you been able to get over watching it i loved host like i absolutely i am fanning all over ghost right now (laughs) i'm standing over host it's amazing it was brilliant it scared me i was home alone i had the lights off i had to turn the lights on i was scared having a shower this morning it was just Oh, I've missed this feeling. I'm scared yes. of my own home. Yes. Fear for your life. Oh, you feel brilliant. like a cat on the street of Greater London. I do. I feel like I'm getting eaten by foxes as we speak. What did you think, Matt? Uh, I enjoyed this as well, mate. I really did quite like this film. I had a few issues with it, but I didn't know how short it was. It was like, what, 58 minutes or something like that? Because when I went on to Shudder to watch this um, and I saw... Because uh, I always look at the, the runtime. Because like, well, how long? Have, how long is it going to be? How long? How long of the evening is it going to take up? Blah blah. 
uh, as most people do. I was like, 58 minutes. Like, is this for real? So I quickly Googled it. I was like, 58 minutes. Like, sweet. Right. I'll spend basically most films set up their film in the first hour. This thing, I so I knew this film was going to be like bash, bash, bash. And to be fair, it was what 10, 15 minutes at the beginning where they you know, kind of set up and explain what's going on. And then that's it, isn't it? It just goes from there. Yes. It, and I think that's just so perfect. I want to, I want to lobby for all horror films being an hour long. Imagine if the entity was an hour long. <laughs> Would it have been any better? What about the prodigy? God, the prodigy should have been about five seconds. <laughs> Just that kid turning around with that old man's face. Yeah, a gif. It's a funnier thing you said in a while. <laughs> um, well, the production company this was Boo Earns. I was like, Boo Earns? Oh, They're not booing you, Mr. Burns. They were saying, Boo Earns. <laughs> I was saying, Boo Earns. <laughs> I have that highlighted, like, furiously highlighted to mention Boo Earns. I didn't know that. I love the movie. I just, oh, I love this film. There's, oh, just, yeah. Well, thanks for listening, guys. We love the film. <laughs> so what is it? Let's get into it. What, what did you like about it? What was so good about Hosen? Um... I, one of the things that got me was I, I cared about every single character, every single one of them. And g- given that it is only 50 minutes long, that's so rare. Like how there's always one character in a horror film that you don't even care about. But even Teddy, who, you know, just buggered off for the whole thing and then just came back at the end for his grim outcome. I cared about him. I cared about all of them. And I loved that. Um. And I just loved how it it built on, you know, we're all having Zoom chats. We're all having to have all these awkward, shitty crap, you know, oh, you know, friends, like, let's hang out but not hang out. And it just made it scarier because you realise that all these people are going through this, but they're alone. And it's all their individual experiences and it's all like, ah, lockdown, COVID. It, and I thought as well that the um, the build-up of it all was just, just brilliantly executed you know the, like that little the, the green light that turned out to be nothing was scaring the shit out of me mm-hmm. for and I was like watching it insanely for so long and I yeah everything about it was good aside from one bit which I guess we'll come on to later yeah um yeah I I I, I like the characters I'm not gonna lie when I first started for the first five minutes and I was thinking I hate English accents. I was literally listening, <laughs> thinking these guys' accents are really starting to grate on me. And it's only five minutes in. That went away very quickly. Um, and then Teddy t- turns up. He's got more of a potty mouth than you have. <laughs> and I was like, where is this going? And he's like, I've got a man bun because of Corona. I'm thinking, oh, my God, what the hell is going on? Twat but, Yeah, <laughs> a twat not. Um, but, yeah, it, it picks up very quickly. And I like that. It's, like I say, it's 50-odd minutes long. It's not going to take... 30 minutes setting the story up, you know you're going to get a fast-paced film. And you get that. And I think given that, I mean, that this isn't like this isn't a new premise, but I like how they took this pre- this idea of using the internet or um, Zoom in this case and uh, showing us things we've seen before, but doing it really well. It was some, some of the things are subtle. Like if you look in the background, you can see things. Other things like the light, kind of like the green light going back and forth, like the orb. You're kind of watching it thinking, right, what is this? But you never really get a, re- a um, resolution for that. But it's in the back of your mind, like you say. Um, 
yeah, I, I really like the way that they set up the characters. I believe that they were mates. It wasn't a case of this is just six actresses, five actresses thrown together um, who have to get along. I generally believe these guys and these girls were friends. I don't know if they were off actually mates off screen or not, but I felt like they were on screen. So, um, yeah, about the characters, mate, I'm with you on that. Yeah, it's um, the dynamic that they get in like... So right at the beginning when you've got uh, Gemma and Haley. And you can tell that they don't like each other. Yeah. You can just tell like instantly that they're, it's really tense and they're both kind of like looking at each other and then they're not looking at each other. And then when everyone else comes on and you kind of think, this is just so normal. Like that, that is a friendship group. There's always two people that don't really gel that much. And yeah. there's always like Teddy's just the odd one out in a way, you know, like he's the, he's the one guy in a group of girls and they all hate his girlfriend. And it's like, God, yeah, like this is, this is true. This is all real. Like, yeah. And it, it it made it um, in the sense of that it's funny that it's all virtual, but it felt so close to home. It was uh, yeah, I just thought it was wonderful, and the the bit with the dad with his getting his tits out. Oh, what the old the old geezer, yeah. Again, <laughs> it's little things like that which you need. You need to give a shit about the characters. Same with any film, no matter what genre it is. If you don't care about the characters, then or you don't have any kind of feeling to the water because some films obviously go out to make you hate characters but if you haven't got any kind of attachment to a character then you've 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 lost the fight already so little things like that where you know let's have a look at this girl's governor oh that's nice that's sweet um oh, and then how and just like how the girls are just talking to each other or like uh, like you say Gemma and Haley up top they're, they're not talking and Gemma's like I've just got to send a me- an email do you mind and it, and you and you can see by Haley's face he's just like great i've got please somebody come on and you kind of you're almost hoping waiting for someone one of the mate, other mates to come on just yeah. to cut the tension and i like it they've all got their own personalities at first like well, for the most part Haley is the host and she's a bit of a square uh obviously but then again she's organized a seance so she's kind of saying that guys please don't be dicks today of which of course they're going to be and they've all got their own personalities but they worked i didn't i didn't you didn't get like the the bubbly one, the the depressive one, the the sexy one, or anything like that. Though Emma was hot, you, I liked how they all gelled together, and I and I believed it. Again, I have a few issues which I'm going to mention at the end. But um, what about some of the scenes then uh, that that stuck out to you? Oh, I mean the bit where she goes up into the loft and you just see them feet. <laughs> That, honestly, that I do, well, I've said to you before when we did the Conjuring episode, that was the bit that scared me. I don't uh-huh. like, I don't like hanging. So for me, this was this was terrifying. Um, I I didn't like the you know the, the camera where she was taking pictures and she was like she just looked at me. The, I never thought that a Snapchat filter would like or you know a Zoom filter would scare mm-hmm. the shit out of me as much as that horrible mask in the middle of the room and. Yeah. Um, when Emma's face just kept turning in because I kept thinking, oh my god, she's been possessed, and then I was like, oh no, it's just a filter. Like, <laughs> it, that was, and that was really funny. It added some comic relief where she's completely sketching out because she's just been attacked by a ghost. But then it's like, <laughs> tongues just flubbing yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you know, poor poor Redina, you know, she she went through something that everyone probably went through in lockdown, where you're living with someone, well, not everyone, but most people. I mean, you know, you've you've got into a relationship with someone and you decide to move in together during lockdown and it's obviously not working out and you've got that kind of 
awkwardness between her and her boyfriend and I just thought um there was a lot to to set up the characters and um you know Salem getting wiped out I genuinely thought she'd been killed I didn't know what was going on um her getting her face getting smushed on the desk oh, there was bro. just so there was so much to work with but then you see so little and I think that's what that's what did it for me that's it obviously the budget is gonna affect that how what they can and can't get away with but all the effects of course were practical and done on set I've seen some behind the scenes footage of how they did some of the the sequences of Haley being pulled back on her chair and they went yeah. to kind of like this like a full school where they learned how to be pushed and pulled and thrown around without obviously hurting themselves really really well done and the f the detail they went in and budget aside it works because you don't see anything really you obviously you see a few things like a few demony things here and there of course but the fact that it is more a case of what you don't see and every time something's happening you are looking at every frame of the screen trying to find something and i love that when you don't know what you're meant to be looking for, but you know something's there, or is it? I love those kind of horror films, like the atmospheric films, and this got it. This got it right for me. And you mentioned um, Caroline, like getting her face smashed in. I really dug the idea of using her fake background. Yeah. When when they see her coming in on her phone, they're like, "Oh, Caroline, hey!" And then then the next thing you see is just her face getting slammed against a desk and. It's. I was like, that is a fab, fantastic use of Zoom. Obviously, the demons used it before, I assume. But, um, <laughs> but no, yeah, he's, he's a showy one. He's a flashy one. He's, he, he lured them in. But I thought that was a great idea, and it it, it it fooled me. I just I I thought something was going on when she wasn't answering them. I I thought she was possessed, like foolishly, that she was possessed. That's why she was ignoring them when they were calling for her. And then yeah, that like big jump scare where her face just gets slammed against a desk. I liked, not because she had a face slam, but I loved the way they utilised that um, feature to make a scare. Yeah. The whole thing was done really well. I mean, and the thing with Caroline was, was that I, I paid attention to the fact that she'd got the fake background mm-hmm. and I was like, that's going to come into play later. But then when they all go for a piss and she comes back, she's wearing very similar clothes to her pyjamas. Mm-hmm. And so for the whole thing, I thought, oh, she's already been, she's been took over. Like, she's the host. Kind of like, I thought it was going to be, you know, because you've got Salem saying, like, oh, don't think of possession as a negative thing. I was like, oh. Dude. What? Why even use them? But, yeah, so I, I just thought that that she was dodgy. Mm-hmm. I thought she was the wrong in any way. And, it, and I think they probably did that on purpose, or at least I'd like to think they did, because... I was then like, oh god, I can't remember what she was wearing originally, and yep. is is it not really her? Like, and the bit where she puts the green light over her forehead, and she's like, oh, it's my third eye, and so then I'm like, oh, she's she's gonna get it, like she's she's in trouble, and oh, it it really scared me. The whole thing just made me feel really uncomfortable. Because the whole thing sounds like it scared the hell out of you. <laughs> I yeah, I was absolutely terrified. I think being home alone does help as well. I haven't done any Zoom calls with my work people or anyone, so I haven't. I haven't got the fear of Zoom, but it's a bloody effective way because this is how, obviously we've got to mention that this was shot, produced, and edited during the pandemic. It was based on a short video, I think, from Rob Savage and Shudder. Was just like, you know what? This made us shudder in pleasure. 
make us a longer version of it. Um, <laughs> what did you think about the whole full spirit thing? Because um, Gemma, she lies. She's like, oh, someone called Jack touched my neck, the beard. Someone called Jack touched my <laughs> neck. Hayley then gets a strop on because she's taking a piss, basically, which she is. And Hayley's chair is grabbed and she's thrown back. Um, so before before I move on to that bit, what did you think about the false spirit? Because Salem's like, ah, oh, now that you've lied, you've actually like opened up a portal for something to come in and it ain't good. It, it, it could be demonic. What did you think about the whole false spirit thing? I Yeah, I thought that was an interesting take on it because you do kind of, with all of these things, you assume that um, it's going to be someone that they know or that it's going to be something related to them. And, and when she did lie, I mean, she had me going. Yeah. I, I really thought there was something going on. And I like the fact that this this thing, because then when you start seeing the, the hanging guy yeah. and you're like, oh, well, maybe she wasn't lying. Like maybe she was possessed when she did that. And it kind of opens up all these questions in your head about what that means and what's going on. But I liked the, the idea that this spirit had no motive. It was just... Um, you know, it it was just invited in and to to come and you know break all their lights and, and glasses and glasses, yeah, expensive glasses. But poor Emma's wine glass broke and she she squealed um, as as too would I. Uh, <laughs> I what I found like the scariest part of it was that it felt like you've mentioned that it felt real. I mean, it was it was just a group of girls in very real looking houses because. That's I assume that's where they actually live, in very real looking houses, just talking about very real things like how much, but how many bottles of wine they've gone through. Um, so when they all start getting picked off, that's when I thought, oh, I, I, I feel I, I feel worse than I thought I would do when I started thinking, oh god, these accents. But then yeah, like when you see um, Gemma, she 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 runs around to Haley's and she gets completely murked. But one, actually, one of the funniest parts of the film was when she goes to Haley's house, and of course, the irony there is Gemma has to go to Haley, like her enemy. But as soon as she gets there, a bottle flies through the air and smashes her in the head, which looked hilarious because she did like a del, yeah, a del boy funny. fall. And I was like, that was incredibly funny, and I, it shouldn't have been. Um, but yeah, when they all start getting just murked, like it's like Emma, she throws a sheet and it lands on like, an invisible someone, and she gets thrown through a garden table. She gets killed. Radina, Radina, why shouldn't she get thrown from a window? I think, isn't she, or something? Or no, she like tries to leave her house, and they it it like I don't know what it does to her, but it like throws her about or something. Right, yeah. and then, like, blood splatters on, on the camera. The... Yeah, because her boyfriend gets thrown off the thrown through the roof. That's right. He? That's what I'm thinking about. Someone I knew somebody got thrown. It's Alan. Yeah, Alan. His body falls from the ceiling, and then she gets murked. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was all, and the, the deaths were, and Teddy, poor old Teddy, hadn't even been involved in it, had gone away for a quick bit of afternoon delight, as it were. <laughs> afternoon came, delight. Came back in and rightly thought they were all taking the mick. I know, but, but how's your father? You know what I mean? Shake it off, come come back on, and this has happened. Exactly. And then he gets his poor, he gets his face set on fire, doesn't he? Well, that's right, he gets, because his, his music box starts up, because obviously everyone brings their, um, objects that mean something to them. Teddy's got a music box, and that's in in the dark. That just starts up, and the music boxes are terrifying anyway. And then yeah. he's kind of knocked out, and then he gets set on fire. But to add insult to like quite a painful injury, he then wakes up 
whilst he's being set whilst he's on fire. So he has to he has to also feel it as well. But uh, so that was pretty brutal. And the bit the bit where his girlfriend gets her neck snapped. Oh, bro, then she gets thrown into the pool. Yeah, that bit. I, that was the only bit that I had a little bit of. A, I was a bit like, oh, I wish I hadn't have seen that so much. Like that was the bit that was the least terrifying for me. What the neck snap in the pool bit? Yeah, and I, it it did make me wonder about um, Caroline's dad. Oh yeah. Because right. I was really, yeah, like that was it. Like, if she calls for her dad, doesn't she? And he doesn't answer. Oh, and I don't know. I'm like, really sad. Now, don't say that. I, well, I reckon that he got proper, proper bruck. So oh, I reckon that daddy died. Return of the bruck. Well, everyone else is like, people in the houses got killed, didn't they? So the dad's probably dead. But I just like, I thought if, instead, of, instead of seeing Teddy's girlfriend, who we all instantly hate. <laughs> yeah. Ginny. Get get her neck snapped. I think it would have been more powerful to see something happen to Caroline's dad. You bastard. But you're right. But it would have been though, wouldn't it? Because we you automatically like him and the fact that she's saying like, oh, he keeps going out and I just want to protect him and I'm chasing him down the street saying, Dad, you can't go out. It just... Because um, we've all got relatives like that that were in the lockdown yes. just being like, oh, I'm fine. And you're like, you're 80. <laughs> just get like, back in. Like, Put a bloody mask on. <laughs> <laughs> mm. no yeah I, um, for like the sadist part of me he's like actually I agree with you seeing uh, Caroline's uh, governor getting his neck snapped would have been horrendous to watch but maybe it's maybe showing an, a, an older gentleman getting killed was too much for them whereas showing the girlfriend who was set up to be a bit of a dick getting her neck, snack, neck snapped and then thrown into a pool maybe that was Maybe that's something they thought the audience might think. Okay, that was nice. She she deserved that. Whilst it's still horrific, but yeah, I guess if they wanted yeah. to go for the shock factor more so, I guess yeah, Caroline's dad would have been the target. But thankfully, he lives on in our hearts, and hopefully, he survived. But yeah, I think he's um yeah, I think he's six feet under by now in the film. But um, how about have you got you've got your wine there, Bob? Haven't you, mate? I do. If yeah. I say astral plane, are you going to next some? Yes. Astral plane. Shut up, I'll get some of mine as well. Mm. <laughs> yep, there it goes. Yeah, Sailor and the Scottish medium, they say before, if, it, if she says astral plane, you've got to take a shot. And of course, Hayley's like, don't. Come on, just be normal for once. And of course, they keep making her say astral plane and they keep getting taking shots. I liked that. I like that they added some humour at the beginning to, again, to make you kind of relate to these people. Because like you said, every friend group has got those one or two jokers who are in there who not necessarily malicious, but that you can always rely on them to not take anything seriously or to be to be the uh, life and soul of the party, if you will. Yeah, I think we're probably both those people in our friendship groups. I think so. They have no life or soul now in the film, but I think we would be, yeah. <laughs> There's no God knows what we're not going to together. Well, that's the thing, though, is that you think about if, if we were to go to a seance or whatever or to go to one of these spooky medium things like you'd kind of be taking the piss out of it though and it's unless you're like Hayley where you're like I I already see Salem she's one of my friends you know so she's obviously bought into the whole there is a spirit world thing but Mm -hmm. you know like you would be going there taking the mick and trying to it's supposed to be a bit of a piss up and a bit of a laugh and you wouldn't necessarily think that a demon's going to come into your house and especially not on zoom if i was yeah. there if i was there in a dark room with all the candles set up 
you know, with five other people and some like cryptic old hounds talking about um, the, the dead, maybe then I'd be like, oh, this is affecting me. Not over Zoom. Well, because I think that for me, that's what made it scarier is the fact that usually when you do things like that, it's all people actually sat in a circle. Exactly, and they're, yeah. they're going through it together and they, they might do stupid things, then be like, oh, let's split up and search the house. And you're like, you deserve to die. But in this, I didn't feel like anyone did anything stupid because they weren't they weren't given that opportunity. They're already cut off from each other and there's all they have. They just have to watch everyone die. Mm-hmm. And it's... um. That that for me was quite powerful because I think everyone felt that sense of sort of hopelessness in lockdown where you can't see your family members and you can't go to people that you love and comfort them when they're scared. And I think this film really, really played on that and mm-hmm. very well done. Um, it it scared the shit out of me. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a that's a pertinent point because in the film, these friends are having to watch their friends die. In real life, let's not lie, people have lost their lives tragically to this pandemic. And like you've just said, people haven't been able to go out and see their loved ones before, you know, the worst would happen. And I'm not in any way saying that this film is like manipulating or manipulative in that sense. But those fears and those anxieties and emotions are obviously present now in the air. So it hits home because of that. Um, And I'll just repeat, I'm no way thinking that the director here is using that as a way of scaring people. But it's just obviously because of the uncertainty and the anxiety in the air, literally. Like, if, even now, it's, it's, you just still don't know what's going to happen. There's that which is fueling the fear behind this. But um, even without that, it works bloody well. And again, I just I just like how inventive they got with, with the kills, like the, the flowery footprints appearing when Emma, uh, my girl Emma, was um, trying to survive, basically. And with the floating, the floating mask and the flowery footprints, really well done. Again, all on camera. I really like how they how they pulled that off. Um, every time Haley goes mad or gets angry, she gets dragged across the room. Uh, which again, I, I tried to tie something into that. I was like, is her is her rage fueling this, or is it some sort of pent up anger at someone? Because every time she was losing her temper, she was getting thrown, dragged, or thrown across the room. But I think maybe it's just a ghost not wanting to be. The demon be upstage, but um, <laughs> I yeah. But what about what about um, <laughs> the moment when they're uh, having their seance at the beginning, and then suddenly the doorbell goes off, and Salem's like, "Oh, it's, it's my deliveries has turned up." That bit cracked me up. Yeah, it's like again that that is how you would all take the mick out of that and be like, "Oh, I'm sensing something. It's my it's my cardo." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it, it's real life, isn't it? It's what I like. It, it felt like a real life thing because every time I pick up the phone to do anything or sit down to do anything, the bloody doorbell goes off in real life. Everyone said it. As soon as I sit down, they're going to knock on the door. Always happens. Yep, and I think it um it also harks back to you know like everyone's having to really live that life on camera like you've got people like news reporters whose kids are coming in and being like can I have a chocolate biscuit and it's going viral <laughs> and you know it's just things like that where she she's trying to do her job like mm-hmm. as, as a spiritual medium she's telling someone to knock and lo and behold it's the fucking delivery man and it's just, you know because everyone's having to get she was lucky to get an online delivery it took, I, I tried at the beginning of this thing, and it was like three-week waiting list. And then I was like, do you know what? I'll just risk my own life and go to fucking Asda instead, shall I? 
It still is now. We we got an Asda delivery. Um, oh, look at you guys! Yeah, we we got an Asda delivery because we're too lazy and weak to carry everything that we need back to this house. But um, it took like so. If I didn't, if I didn't choose, so last Sunday it came at seven o'clock in the morning because that was the only slot that was available. And if I wanted it any other time, it would have took me three months. Just step over the dead cat. Don't mind him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My, my boyfriend's not crying because of you. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, no, I haven't been able to get a um, an online. The amount of times I've been to the shop, socially distanced and wearing a mask and sanitised up, of course. But the amount of times I've been to the shop, I'm surprised I haven't got it. And I don't mean that flippantly, but because there's no, there's just been no other way around. And I'm not going to sit here and start getting high and mighty about delivery companies and whatnot now. But people have had to go out because there's, I don't know what they're doing about deliveries, but there aren't any. Anyway, yeah. uh, death by delivery. This ain't the pod. But what about the ending as well, mate? So we mentioned obviously Gemma and Haley are together in Haley's house because she, again, Gemma's run out. She's put her mask on. She's made a point. I'm putting my mask on, and she goes running off. What was she? Um, what was she recording herself on? Was she on her phone by the end? Because you see her in the street. Because surely she didn't take her laptop with her. Yeah, I think she was she was on her phone, but that's what that was one of the few things that I had problems with was the whole Gemma is in I'm going to assume London. Gemma's in an urban built up area, and her phone cuts off just because she's run out of her house. But Teddy's in the middle of a fucking field, and we've got picture perfect like uh, stuff. But and and also he's able to rejoin the Zoom after he's left, which I don't think you can do. I think you have to be invited in. But anyway, oh, I don't know about that. Um, because I, I got really confused as well. Because at the beginning, like Haley's can hear like banging, and then it turns out that there's someone outside. And I thought that it was Gemma saying, "Can you let me in?" So I thought that Haley and Gemma lived in the same apartment complex building thing. Um, I got. I just got really confused. I was like, maybe that wasn't Gemma. Maybe that was just someone else. But then it showed Gemma like coming in, and I just got a bit confused. But yeah, she she runs over and she's on her phone. And then when they get there, they're like, we're gonna, we're probably gonna be killed, but we won't hug each other just in case. Yeah. Well, she's in a hiding place. Haley's in a little hiding place, and just like as they do in horror films, just like. And Sarah just bursts out. Ah, I'm here from this tiny little shoebox hiding place. <laughs> yes. It's like that bit on The Simpsons where he's like, "Hey, do you want to see my new ski mask?" <laughs> yeah, chainsaws. It's <laughs> <laughs> Simpsons reference. Oh, it's exactly like that. Such a bad thing. Oh, <laughs> the hanging <laughs> demon. Yeah, probably shouldn't have jumped out at you there. Yeah, I I didn't mind that part too much. And then they're taking Polaroid photos, aren't they? Or Haley is. I'm thinking like mobile phone like probably would have been better, but less suspenseful, of course. Um, and then something dives out at her, like squealing as well. It's like something just squealed, screamed and dives at her. And I love the this meeting has ended notification. I thought that was a great touch. And like 20 minutes before that, 15 minutes, when it's got the um, please, uh, p- p- if, if you want a longer meeting, please pay or whatever it says. Yeah. I was like, that is hilarious. Just the way it just pops up. Like that is using utilizing the technology where that makes it feel even more real is what I'm trying to say. More genuine, authentic is having those little pop-ups come up on screen. 
on the cast list was in the contacts because I, I didn't realize that it was 50 minutes so i carried on watching like a fucking idiot for ages like is that what what happened what happened and then it's like going through the contacts and i was like is this the demon it's like the demon just going to phone everyone and invite everyone into this contact list into a zoom meet and it's just going to like spread like covid but then it was just like no it's just the credits like that's cool um, yeah, well, uh, your story I, I was cool, really but I liked the idea of using the credits as the participants. Yeah, I thought that was absolutely brilliant. Mm. Um, all right, then. Any other things that you did dig in this film? Um, no, I think I think we've covered it really. I, I like the fact that that they get cut off from the medium. Uh, that because you know, like, obviously, in most of these films, the medium uh, like dies mm-hmm. and they're on their own. And in this one, it was just failure of technology, which is just, it's so funny because that's what we've all been experiencing. Like, oh, working from home, like technology is going to get us through this. And it's like, my internet doesn't work. I can't have Zoom on my work laptop. So I I, I can't download anything onto my laptop because of like, yeah, yeah. so I can, it's a bit of a pain in the ass really because it's temperamental with the browser links, but that's my life. Um, It's just, you know, it's an example of, how technology we're also reliant on it and yet it doesn't fucking work when you need to phone your medium and be like listen i think there's a demon power of christ compels you come on yeah and then they can't and like what happened to salem did she die do you know i like we, the we idea of her just like sitting there like whistling like <laughs> so she just unpacks her groceries like i'll just pretend none of that happened <laughs> dust <Dust-gust on. laughs> well i didn't know she was from kenya Oh, was that not? Yeah, that's my Scottish accent. Sorry about that. Do it again. Disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> we apologise to our Scottish listeners. I apologise to uh, the Screams Behind podcast. They're probably listening to this. Oh, and Christ, like, that Ian, our oh, boy. terrible. Ian's going to be like, disgusting. I can't believe we had that dick on our podcast. That's Irish. What was that? Oh, that was, was Irish. That? Ian, I'm sorry. Ian isn't Irish, is he? No, he's Scottish, and I've just made, exactly. made him out to be Celtic hell. when he ain't. He's Scottish. No, he's never going to speak to you again now. Sorry, That's mate. What... Although, to be fair, if we'd have said he was English, I think that would have been the worst insult of the That's right. I'm so bloggy started it, mate. Just, just to <laughs> be that in mind, all right? Um... Ian, like, this, this is totally awful. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, you can do a great accent, uh, impression of us. I can't do impressions of them, and clearly neither can you. Um, <laughs> you can do a good Arnie, can't you? No, I, I, I can't. And this is the thing. I do impressions all the time at home. And the first impression that I do is like sort of okay. And then the more I do it, the more I try and the worse it gets. Sounds like me playing pool. Always bad for the first game. Very good going forward. But there's a scene in this where Adina, she goes for the quickest wee. And I was like, Ugh, she obviously didn't wipe because she's literally on the toilet and then gets straight back up again. It's like, um, that aside, there was nothing else which I picked out from this film um, other than a couple of things I'm going to mention in a minute, which is still positive. But what about what about things that you didn't like? Because you mentioned there's a, a couple of little things that irked you. Yeah, just the um, yeah, like Teddy, like just the logistics, really, which is just me being a twat, really trying to find things that I didn't like. Um, the whole like Teddy having signal in the middle of a field, like no, it's not going to happen. Um, the car, yeah, his his girlfriend getting her neck snapped i was a bit kind of like oh okay it's kind of it's it even though it's only 50 minutes long it's still going to take it to that level where we then we have to see things and it's kind of like when you meet your heroes Mm -hmm. 
and you're like this is so good this is so good oh they're a narcissist like that was I wish that we didn't see so much of that and just yeah the the, the face at the end um I'm a bit sad about that but the rest of it was was spot on and like I say it's me nitpicking because I knew that you were going to ask me what I didn't like and I thought well okay if I'm going to be critical about this there are a few things because if people tune into DBP for the critical analysis but we have given it on many of our shows so I will say that I didn't find much but the character of Teddy did annoy me I I think he stuck out like a sore thumb just because of how he was he was obviously a big boisterous lad effing and jeffing his way through everything which was completely at odds with everybody else so when he did die, though I said earlier on, oh, that bit that hurt, I did, I did think, well, good. <laughs> You're too loud for me. So I wasn't wholly keen on the but Teddy Teddy's character. Was te- I got the impression that Teddy was Caroline's ex-boyfriend. Right. I didn't really think about that. Why did you because think that? Car- well, Caroline has her face mask on, doesn't she, at the beginning? Yeah. And they say, oh, Teddy's going to come. And she's like, oh, great. Well, I've got all this shit on her face. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. And then they're like... Oh uh, yeah, well, have you seen his Instagram though? With all the and then when she sees him with his girlfriend and they're kissing and everything, mm-hmm. if you look at her, she looks really gutted about it. So I get the impression that Teddy, Teddy's brought into the group because of Caroline, mm-hmm. and then obviously they've broken up, but he's yeah. stayed because or that she just fancies him or something. Yeah, I'm not really too sure, it's but true. I get the impression that he's more Caroline's friend mm-hmm. than everyone else's. But they're, you know. Chips that passed in the night. That was it. I, I can't really think of anything. I, I really just didn't. Not obviously. The, just the first few minutes, I did wonder where where this was going, just because I was like, uh, little things were starting to annoy me. But that's a me problem, not the film problem. Um, and that was it, really. Just the character of Teddy. To be honest, I think you could have got rid of him from the film, and it doesn't change anything apart from the like, cool, brutal death that he got. The actual sequence itself was like brutal, which added to the film. But you know, like you said, that could that could have been Caroline's dad. That could have been somebody else who was in that in his situation. So, but other than that, I, I can't think of anything, anything I didn't really like about this film. Uh, a question I wanted to ask you was because um, I've been kind of pussyfooting around it throughout. But how is this going to age? Given the COVID references, it's what I wanted to mention because obviously at one they obviously at one point one of them coughs and they were like, ah, you can't cough anymore. Um, obviously the masks, the actual references to pandemic and does the fear stem from the fact that we are living in this pandemic? Is it going to be like a Blair Witch Project thing where if you didn't experience it at the time, you're not going to find it, like it's not going to affect you later in, like, in five, ten years' time? I don't, I don't think so, no. I mean, um, I think that the pandemic has probably been, because it's such a global event, I think that, and without being this is probably going to sound extremely insensitive, but when you think about other world events, so like, I don't know, 9-11 or even like any of the wars that have gone on, the the coronavirus has impacted everyone. It's Mm -hmm. not, and it's um, also, it's it's opened up our eyes to the fact that it's going to happen again. Um, This is going to happen more and more. And um, we don't know how long this is going to go on for either. So whatever happens, people are going to be talking about the the coronavirus pandemic and the fear and everything. And, you know, in the same way that contagion or outbreak weren't really, you know, they were kind of like a, a genre onto themselves mm-hmm. and people didn't really give a shit about them. But now they're, they're quite big. And, okay. um, 
you know, there's there's a lot of films that that draw reference from Vietnam, and I was never in Vietnam. I never experienced it, but I it doesn't mean that I find them any less terrifying. So I think the fact that this is based on a real outbreak that really happened, it it doesn't take away from the fact that it was scary. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and that this could well happen again. There's probably going to be a COVID-20. Fingers crossed, dear. Yeah, sorry to... <laughs> sorry to put down on it. Piss on if you want, but... <laughs> sorry to slice your cat in half, but there might be another one. Um, yeah, okay, fair enough. I just Because that's one of... That was the thing that I... That was like the, the gnat behind my ear. I am clean. During that, I was thinking, it, am I sort of scared of this because of what's going on and the reaction I was seeing afterwards and yours as well, which you messaged me about. I was like, is, does this all stem from now or is it that effective? And it is that effective. It's not, I'm not going to lie about it. It is an effective film and it's a bloody good film. Um, I guess the proof will be in the pudding. I mean, for somebody who's like, for somebody who's 10 now, if in eight years time they watch this, who they'll have a recollection of the pandemic. Are they going to be sucked into it like we were? But I guess, who knows? We'll, we'll wait and see. But um, host, we dug it. We loved it. So with all the other episodes we've done, if we can remember, top, middle, bottom, where does this rank for you in the hierarchy? Uh, top. Up the top or at the top? Potentially at the top, actually, right. because it's. Um, I've, just, I've wanted to be scared for so long, Matt, and now I'm scared. My room's getting dark because I've been sat here talking to you for hours okay. and there's a loft in here and I'm just a little bit... Or an attic for people that aren't from the UK. And I'm a little, I'm a little bit scared. I'm actually going to turn the light on. I've missed this feeling. I've missed it. Hello, anxiety, my old friend. How have you been doing? I've come to talk with you again. <laughs> um, la, 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 la. I'm going to chuck up near the top as well. It's in the top tier only because partly I can't remember what it is at the top. Like films like The Conjuring and um, other stuff like that. I can't remember what episodes we've done now. And obviously this this question becomes more redundant the more episodes we do, but top, middle, or bottom, any of them. So it's, for me, it's top tier, which I wasn't sure it would be when I watched it. I was surprised at how much I enjoyed it because I did think it may end up being a bit hokey just by the premise. Like, oh, great, a, a Zoom call set during a pandemic. What, 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 you know, way to kind of jump on board with this thing. But I take it was a very good, very effective horror film. So, yeah, hats off to... Rob and Jed and everyone else involved in this production. So uh, we asked you guys out there what you thought of Host, the scariest listeners out there. On Twitter, we dropped a poll and the results were fairly lopsided. 95% of you liked it and only 5% of you didn't. So uh, I think we agree with that, mate. Yeah, we definitely do. I mean, Rob Savage by name, Savage by nature. <laughs> well done. <laughs> So Ian, our Irish English friend from behind the screens, said uh, it's a great movie. He said it's a great movie, exactly what was needed in 2020. Scares were very well earned. Never overstays its welcome. No unnecessary extras like some similar movies, plus a new drinking game for any show that covers it. Nine out of ten, old chap. That was an authentic Ian accent. I'm so sorry, Ian, you do our sports in this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we just dragged you in. We, just... we, we love you very much. <laughs> yeah, listen to the show we did with him, Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. It's great. 
Uh, Ashley Epley said, This movie took me by surprise and I nearly had to stop and watch something else, but I'm happy that I didn't for the last half an hour. Made me shudder in fear. Some scenes are still reeling in my mind. I'm with you there, Ashley. And Jessica said, I literally took a pee break about halfway in because I knew it was only going to get scarier. I personally took a shit break and it did nothing. Excellent. <laughs> Brown pants. Nice bloggy brown pants is back. Oh god, scared me. That was from one of the episodes, like the second or third episode of your christened bloggy brown pants, and back again for episode whatever on now. Uh, yeah, nice one. Cheers, guys and girls, for the comments. I think mean, I agree with pretty much all of them. I didn't take a wee break during it because I, I went before, and when I realised it's only fifty eight minutes, I was like, great. You got, you got your nappy on. You went during. I said, I just yeah, yeah I just piddled myself it. during it. <laughs> Let let nature take its course. Just sat in a squelchy sofa for, for for half an hour. Um, right, that's it. The comments, game. We always end up with the death by pod game. You know it. Do you love it? The kids love it. This week we're playing a game <laughs> all about elephants, aren't we, bloggy? All about elephants. Yes, that's true. Um, it was a game that I made up on the spot because I realised it was my turn to this make afternoon. the game. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> And we've dubbed it Elephant in the Phrase. Is that supposed to be like Elephant in the Room? Um, I actually just put that there because I didn't know what to write. It's like a placeholder. Okay. Um, yeah, I think that's... I can't think of a pun, to be honest with you. Ele- elephant in the Phrase, that works. Cool. So the premise of it is <laughs> is to pick three quotes and replace one word with elephant and the other has to guess the replaced word so as an example um we need to drink every single time that she mentions the elephant what's the uh, word semen it, it, you're right actually it's from uh the semen host <laughs> oh well, we've been watching the wrong film fuck what have <laughs> i watched <laughs> This Didn't is an awesome idea. We were we we uh, yeah we we blew our loads before on we messaged each other and gave about ten different ideas and we were kind of like right should we just stop now because we, <laughs> we, we've got to do this later on. Can we share those ideas? Um, yeah, your phone's probably quicker than mine, so over to you. This is what we came up with to start with. All right, so uh, I'll just read the whole thing. Uh, so we, we you said love it in elephant, <laughs> just like I that. Said, Haha, <laughs> time, as in like in time. And then we went on our exorcist thing. So that's too vulgar display of elephant. <laughs> what an excellent day for an elephant. <laughs> you know what she did, your sea bombing elephant. <laughs> then you replied in capitals, let elephant fuck you. <laughs> and I said, not the first time I've been told that. And you said, I don't doubt it. And I said, and I never went to the circus again. And then we started joking about my sexual preferences for a bit. And then I said, <laughs> It's all for you, elephant. Get away from her, you elephant. And then we decided to stop. <laughs> uh, and we, we also did the uh, welcome home, elephant. <laughs> so as you can tell, <laughs> off air, it's, it's no different we, to one. <laughs> as you can tell, I've been working very hard this morning from home, doing nothing but texting Matt about elephants. Yep, and no, it's funny. I I was participating in that conversation. I find it just as funny now, if not funnier. <laughs> oh. The power of elephant compels you. <laughs> so, if anyone out there hasn't guessed, we're replacing the word with elephant. Uh, so, before we start, Bloggy, why elephant? 
I just was the first thing that came to my head because I thought, could I do knob? And then I was like, that's a bit too crass. <laughs> that's a bit I too crass knob? for this show. <laughs> Which, you know, there's the, the, there's the game, isn't it, where you replace the word love in a song title with knob. Yep. Yeah. Visual <laughs> yeah, knob, knob me tender. And I thought, let's do it with elephant because that would be fucking hysterical. So there you go then. Get your trunks out for the lads and the ladies. Let's go. <laughs> so, Bloggy, you're up first as per ladies first. So. What's the first elephant-based quote? Can you do an elephant impression? No, but I'm going to try anyway against better my better wishes. <laughs> I also put my arm by my cheek and like as a trunk. <laughs> yeah, you have to. Yeah. You have to get into the, the elephant zone. Your turn. <laughs> is the beard gagging you or something? Yes. Is it time for his daddy? Come on. Elephant. <laughs> All right, so uh, my first one is no tears, please. It's a waste of good elephant. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it's from Hellraiser. I know that. No, it's a waste of suffering. Suffering. Sound the klaxon. <laughs> Should we not sound the elephant? Um, for this one, can you do your noise again? <laughs> That will do. So we can have a klaxon like this. And an elephant like this. There we go. We could, we could even combine the two. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> that would sound horrendous for everyone to hear, but let's do it. Blowing Bloggy's own horn. So, Hellraiser and Suffering. All right, are you ready for your first one, Bloggy? I am ready. Okay. Elephant me up, bitch. <laughs> Here we go. They're all going to laugh at Elephant. Oh, Carrie! Carrie! They're all going to laugh at you. Yes, it is. Sound the klaxon. <laughs> Ivory. Yes. In a military style. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anyway. All right. Are you ready? After that, I'm ready for anything. Elephant number two. It's not the house that's haunted. It's your elephant. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh, it's not the house that haunted. It's your. Oh crap! Do you want me to do it with like with? with do you want me to act it? Yeah. Um. So there's like there's like beep, beep. It's not the house that's haunted. Boop, boop. It's your elephant. Fiddle music. Well, now you've done that. I'm scared. It's not the house. Oh fuck! What is it? It's um. It's not the house that haunted. It's your ah. It's your son. Sound the klaxon. Yes, yes. What film is it from, though? It's from Insidious. Ah, yes. I actually stopped dating. I went on a date with someone, and he was like, "I've seen that Insidious, and it's really good." And I was like, "End of date." I was going to say, "It's like end call, end date, end all communication." Leave the Zoom chat. <laughs> Every time you do an Insidious-based answer, Insidious. I, I never get it because I remember you did one before um, about the music and the tunes, and I, and I could never remember that film, but that I do remember. So Insidious, geez, thank you. Uh, are you ready for uh, a number two? Yes. Sake. Uh, okay. <clears throat> Final report: the commercial starship Elephant. Oh. Final report: the commercial starship Elephants. No, this I don't have a clue. 
Have a guess. Uh, Final report, the commercial starship. Enterprise? (laughs) Here it comes. (laughs) Makes me feel horrible hearing that. Uh, Listen to the last show for context, guys. Um, No, it's not uh, Enterprise. It is Nostromo. It's from the end of Alien. Oh! Final report, the commercial starship Nostromo. Jeez, well, you got me there, pal. I did. I, so it's 2-1 to me going into the final round. Can I steal it? Can I take victory after, after you, my I, friend? I think you're going to. Um, you know, it's Halloween. Everyone's entitled to one good elephant. <laughs> <laughs> um, scare? Yes. Yes. Sorry, I had to get three in there. Uh, yes. You jump in the elephant now. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay, it's time to go to trunk. Are you ready for your number three? I'm ready for it. This is, we're playing for pride now, but you can get it. Here we go. I just want to apologise to Mike's mum, Josh's mum, and my mum. And I'm sorry to everyone. I was very elephant. I just want to apologise to Mike's mum, to Josh's mum, and my mum. And I'm sorry to everyone. I was very elephant. Dead? <laughs> you find an answer? Yeah. I don't... <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> it's naive. It's the Blair Witch Project. I was very naive. No, oh, Mike and Josh, yes. Yeah, I just want to apologise to Mike's mum, Josh's mum, and my mum, and I'm sorry to everyone, I was very naive. It's when Heather's Damn. having a like, breakdown at the end. Damn it, I even got, I even had ones lined up in case we were wanting to tie breakers. I didn't actually, and I, it wasn't until just before we come on, I was like, oh no, we're definitely going to go into a tiebreaker. What, just, just, for, just for giggles in, what's your other ones? One thing about living in Santa Carla, I never could stomach all the damn elephants. <laughs> oh, I don't know what that one is. Uh, Lost Boys. So I haven't seen that film for God knows how long. What was the, what was the one word? One thing then? about living in Santa Carla, I never could stomach all the damn vampires. Vampire, well, that makes sense, doesn't it? Lost Boys. Oh, God, if I'd have gone with that, I would have won. You would have been at least tied up going into the last round. You would have done. I would have been. Yeah. You got hell. another one? Um, I um, sort of. <laughs> Go on. I just did it because I find it funny. I hear you're looking for Candyman, Elephant. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what was the one you said earlier? Welcome to Primetime, Elephant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have we have, we have japes and giggles off air. See, we're we're good pals, really. Yeah, we we enjoy each other's company, I suppose. Oh. Um, <laughs> God. Um, well, that's it. Um, I'll take victory. Thank you, Bloggy, for bestowing upon me the elephant in the phrase title, uh, title, crown, sash, whatever they give away nowadays, um, scepter. So that was uh, the Death by Pod game. If you guys play long at the end, let us know if you understood or how well you got on with that. So that is it. That was our host episode. Next up is uh, we're talking about Terrifier up next apparently so um art the clown is going to be our next subject for uh death by pod but bloggy thank you so much for coming on and recommending host to watch no thank you for thank you for having me and uh for yeah just for everything thanks for everything guys 
thanks for everything. <laughs> but also thanks for everyone who's been uh, commenting and sharing and putting us in there, like best podcast lists and that online. Honestly, <laughs> thanks very much. We're really surprised. I mean, we really appreciate it. So thank you very much. We do we do love hearing that people like listening and uh, like recommending us. So thank you for that, guys. Uh, Bloggy, if the world wants to find you online, where can they? You can find me at Bloggy Balboa on Twitter, at Bloggy Balboa on WordPress, or on the Astral Plane. Drink, 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 drink. <laughs> there it goes. If you want to find me, what I watch tonight.co.uk, uh, what I watch tonight just across all socials, and you'll see my face. Uh, lucky you guys. So, um, guys, thank you for listening. If, uh, if you like what you've heard, do let us know. Leave us a decent review on your podcast provider of choice. But keep staying safe, everybody. You know, watch yourself on those Zoom calls. For me, See ya. And from Bloggy. Bye-bye. Oh. <laughs>